Hi, this is Lewis. Hello, everyone. This is Aldo. Welcome to the recruitment show. So we've got quite a few questions around the length of time that you should spend in a job, which is interesting. So I thought we'd discuss that. And we've had quite a lot of emails from from young people, people entering the workforce, who have always asked, you know, how long should I stay in a job for? Yeah. Which is interesting, right? And we've discussed this a lot. And, And nowadays you find people are staying about two and a half years something like that in the role. But people jump around an awful lot. I mean, it varies from country to country. But um, I was listening to a really interesting... In fact, I was watching Jack Ma, the founder of Alibaba. And he does a great uh, speech about your first job. So if you get a chance, search for it on YouTube. And his advice is great. And, and his advice is that if you're a young person starting out in your first job, the most important thing is to find a good boss, stay put and stay put for at least three years. Great. And I agree with you. I think that's a, a great number. It portrays also consistency. I think that the first year you're still absorbing all the knowledge. Second year in place, although you have learned in the first year, third year is delivering and uh, creating impact. So you need that certain amount of time, especially when it comes to specific type of roles that require certain uh, skill set. So um, whether you're a developer or whether you're a salesperson, you need a, com- a company of, of skill sets in order to do well at your, uh, your position. Definitely, no, definitely. And what's also interesting is that again, with, with people entering the workforce, uh, a lot of a lot of young people want to work at startups, which is interesting. And we've seen an increase in, in young people wanting to work for like cool startups, you know, in uh, in London or Berlin or New York or San Silicon Valley, whatever. But what's interesting is that um, if you're going into a startup as a young person, you have to be comfortable with ambiguity with being flexible, with not necessarily having a boss that's going to spend lots of time with you training and developing. You know, these startups are fast moving, you know, people are are being pulled in all sorts of directions. And so um, it's, it's good for people to think about the environment they might be best suited, certainly early on. You know, versus let's say a large company where there's a lot of formal structure with training and developing and so forth. It takes a slightly different mindset, uh, which I find really interesting. I think that it has changed quite a bit if we compare the job market 10 years ago. And I would think and remember that it was more about getting the right job at the big firm right after uni, getting that traineeship, getting that chance to do an internship and then a role uh, within the big firm. But nowadays, I think there's more openness in regards to the type of role that you look after and it could be easily a startup and uh, there are some great career paths on the, with the startups we've uh, we were talking about this the other day there's a list of the 50 top startups in uh, New York and uh, there's so many great ideas and they're all hiring yeah startups are good you just have to as a young person be prepared to take more ownership of your own development you know these these startups don't necessarily have the time or the money to really invest in training, to handhold, you know, to really be there all the time. These people might be out and about doing different things. So so for a young person, it's important to think about and understand that's the environment you're going into. And really, again, like going back to Jack Ma's advice, you know, stick around for three years. You learn so much from your first role, from the people that you meet, and then you can start to, you know, progress your career and go into different things. I agree. And uh, coming back to what we were discussing the other day, if we're shifting things from the employee position what is the right retention rate 
because people would come to you as an employer and, th- and ask that question, that key question. And obviously, we've um, all perceive a good company as that the one who can keep their employers for the longest. And you know, I mean, you have it comes to my mind one of the companies that have the longest retention rate. Guess what it is? Go on. <laughs> Costco. Really? Yeah. <laughs> They've built management from people who started from teals and then they have a type of structure where they've empowered their employees to become going up with the ladder on their uh, career and also uh, great financial incentives. So they have a very high retention rate of employees are staying longer than 10 years, which is really, really a yeah, good yeah. Uh, a good it's rate. interesting. I mean, and this has been back in 2017, but the stats in America is that the average worker between 55 and 64 years old is staying about 10 years, just over 10 years in a job, whereas 25 to 34 year olds are staying about 2.8 years in a job. So I think it's, it's changed a lot. If I think back to when my dad was working, he stayed in his in his firm for 37 years. 37 years. Now, I don't think you, you'll see that now because people are very, were, um, and a lot still are, but certainly very loyal to the firm. But since the financial crisis, when people realized, well, hey, look, if the firm needs to cut me, they'll cut me. I found that a lot of people were kind of putting their head above the above the water and, and looking what's around, you know. And I think ultimately, if, if someone feels their career is going to be better served in another firm, they're going to move. And so, yeah, you know, it's great as a firm to say, hey, like my employees have been here for 20 years. But some people are going to think that's maybe too long. You know, they might think, oh, you know, they're stuck in their ways. Do they want to change? You know, these kind of things. And I think, you know, it's nice to see people coming in with different ideas. I agree. Fresh fresh ideas. And languages and experiences, yes. Which gives different opinions. And so I think it's it's, it's a very, uh, it's an interesting conversation. I don't think there's a right or wrong. You clearly don't want to like, take a job in a firm where people are lasting six months yeah exactly or a year yes you know so i think it's a bit of a blend and there's obviously different reasons why people might stay or leave and yeah but i certainly firms you know need to really now work hard to keep their staff yeah so if you know people are moving every two and a half years you need to try and and create an environment where people feel like they're progressing exactly so it could be after two years you know they have the opportunity to move on to a different role something more interesting more senior you know whatever it might be and now when it comes to job mobility you think about countries so within europe the uk is well known for being very dynamic within the job space so the retention rate uh, for an employee could be generally lower than if it's compared to france's or spain's or italy's the uh, the fact is that and as you say they've uh, more mobility you notice generally you know uh, the more progression the more opportunities there are unfortunately there are countries where you don't have that uh, kind of um, motivation or drive to change jobs because there aren't enough opportunities out there so you're forced to stay in your current no of course i mean you need to pay pay the bills I mean, ultimately, that's where you're working, right? You need to pay your rent or you need to pay your mortgage. If you're lucky enough to be in a, in a dynamic job market, then, you know, there's a lot of options. And nowadays with technology, you know what the competitors are paying. You know your competitors hiring. You know, you know so much more about what's available than when my dad was working. Yeah. You know, you had to look in the paper to see if there was a job. Mm, yeah. Whereas now you just go online at your desk oh, wow, you know, my competitor's hiring for someone above me. I'm going to automatically apply via LinkedIn and it's super easy now. And let's think about contracting and interim roles. It has increased so much over the last few years. It's so normal to be a contractor. 
have a you know contracts for six months nine months and then look for another contract it's true yeah i mean i was speaking to someone uh in fact today and you know this gig economy is just growing and and maybe you know there might be a scenario you know in five ten years even where people are going to have a few different jobs you know they're going to try and create their their working life yes they might work a few days here a few days there there's some wonderful apps for um for freelancers now mm-hmm. where you can you know i don't know if you're a developer or designer you can you can create a profile people use you for gigs little jobs so I, you do see it moving that way it's always i think ultimately going to be a combination of, of a few different things and also if you think about the communities that are trying to be made in, on shared spaces sort of such as uh, we work or uh, spaces or soho works uh, it's an interesting type of environment because there are freelancers there are uh, small teams startups entrepreneurs that are just sharing their ideas with the people that's sharing the same office space well yeah but i think basically because i mean who wants to be on their own i mean it's tough to be working on your own at home with no human contact so it's i wouldn't do that it's tough right the freelancing thing's great because you're going to have like this flexibility you can create your own working day but you don't want to be sitting on your own at home all day you know it gets it's tough right so the wonderful thing i think about um these co-working spaces is it gives you the feeling of you know working with others being part of a community having someone to be like hey how you doing grab a coffee so it gives people the human interaction that they crave which i think is great yes the other thing i really want to see is and we speak about this all the time what you find in 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 firms is when they're looking for senior leaders it's it's really hard for people below that to step up so how do you get your first leadership role and you often find that people companies are looking externally and they're trying to hire people that already have had experience doing that job i'd love to see more firms give people internally the opportunity to lead you know give them a step up have the support around them to help them succeed and i I think that's that's really important otherwise you see these people leaving or stagnating and there's some really great companies around that give people internal people the opportunity to lead and develop which is which is great yeah fantastic awesome great Aldo great to speak to you yes Um, and if anyone has any questions or any topics that they want us to speak about please continue to email us and we will do our best to incorporate it into our uh, into our program 